0: It's a dap devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And
1: I'm Ian
2: Brodsky.
0: And this is The Thing That Happened This Week, the show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So
2: please, keep your hands inside the podcast at all times.
0: Listeners, before this episode begins, you should know, it contains some weird audio. It's a process, guys. We're working on it. Yeah, we've only been doing the show for three years. Yeah. Hi listeners, it's your friend Claire. Unfortunately, Ian is unable to join us today, but fortunately for me, I will not be alone. I not only have one person here, I have two. Please welcome to the pod Nick Brigadier and Steven Trollinger! Hello Claire. Is it Trollinger? Yes, you said it you said it right. A
1: ger? With the jur. With a jur. With the hard, with no, it's a soft jur. Hard jur yeah. would be gur. Would that you make know. it Harder to say
0: I love softer I
1: already hate this <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right So we have Nick and Steven here They are Two guys From the song Topsy report We are missing Mike Russell We will hear from him Later in the Unsurprising. show Unsurprising <laughs> Well, we're so grateful you guys could come on, and we're just—where I'm sad that Ian's missing all the fun. Yes,
1: but it sounds like from what I just heard, it is for an exciting reason.
0: Yes, Ian has an audition. He is a very important person. He's basically <laughs> moving up in the world. I don't know how much longer the show will last, frankly. Just kidding. I mean, we'll probably be doing this until we die.
1: Do I root for his success or the podcast success? I his can't. Success. I can't. Okay. Please okay. let me out of this prison. <laughs>
0: Um, so, guys, how is the Song Topsy Report going right now?
1: It's a shambles.
0: In shambles. Okay. How many episodes have you Four done alarm to date? Fire.
1: Uh, we are about to record our 105th episode
0: wow. of the podcast. Oh, my goodness. 105th That's,
1: and 106th. Is We're that recording. a gold anniversary or a diamond anniversary? What is the differentiator? Yes, and, Nick. yes and oh uh yes and it is an accomplishment we should all be proud of mr trollinger
0: i heard that it was the tourmaline anniversary see
1: see how claire like went along with it (laughs) listen i haven't done improv in a while didn't pump the brakes (laughs) let
0: it go steven the joke's dead nick ruined it
1: (laughs) that's what nick does
0: he ruins things he kills jokes this is why we can't have nice jokes
1: it's, You're going to take over my guest duties on the Songtops Report. It's just going to be you and Steve. Yes, and especially each other. if, hit, especially if you said a joke that was really funny, instead of letting it land within like five seconds of your joke being finished, not even like the joke being finished, but five seconds before you finish, Nick will jump in with a much more milk toast version of the joke that you did. I Steve, how do you feel making all of the good listeners of the thing that happened this week be your therapist for this episode? I, this is the only reason I'm here
0: <laughs> you know we have international listeners and we I, do I, yes and I do I do think that they have a much better handle on mental health as it were in other countries so you might get some emails where where can they get to you at
1: not my personal <laughs> email address
0: <laughs> this week's thing at gmail.com we will forward it yeah. um, so you've done 105 episodes can you give us any sneak peeks as to the songs you might be doing this season
1: um well all we can say is for October we usually try to find some some spookier, bad, bizarre, or otherwise Spooky, noteworthy music. Scary yes, men. boys becoming, becoming men, men and becoming wolves. wolves.
0: That's exciting. That actually, the songs of Thirty Rock could be an entire episode of the Song Topsy Report. They're so good,
1: though. Well, that's the thing. They're so good. So we try. When we first started the podcast, we said where we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. But then we extended it into bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy because there's some music that we think people don't know about that is worthy of discussion and analysis, uh, but it's not necessarily bad. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, Like, we did All Star by Smash Mouth, which was... It's not a bad... It's a... How did you say it, Steve? It's just, like, like saturated into the subconscious. Like, everybody knows it. You don't even think about the lyrics consciously. So we tried to say, why don't we actually take a second? It's part of the Akashic Records at this point. It's seeped into the collective unconscious of mankind.
0: Okay, so you did All Star. Are there any other kind of cult classic songs that you guys have done in that vein? Because I feel like those are the ones that you probably get the most listens on, right? The songs that people already know. You would be surprised.
1: Oh, yeah, and I totally know them all by heart. I am not... Looking up the podcast app right now to just go through them <laughs> and figure out which ones we have done. Because I remember them. I don't forget them immediately after what we finish. What was
0: the song I told you that you should do? Oh, I told oh, you it... you should do the Real Housewives yes, song, Party for the Party. Please
1: send that again. Because, yeah, hold on. Yes. I'm going to
0: send it to you. Oh, well, I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Yes.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: do you like how frazzled I got just now? Like, yes. I, well, I have to do it right. Claire right. actually
1: like did a very theatrical looking all over the place. It yes. was wonderful to watch. Yeah. Great uh, for a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> very visual. Um surprisingly it's not necessarily the most popular songs that actually get the most listens. Um it's funny by far our most listened to episode was when we did Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. I don't oh, know yeah. what Gucci
0: Gang, Gucci Gang, gang Gucci, 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 Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Gucci Gucci gang. Gucci Gucci gang. gang. It's just, because you listen you listed it as you put the title of the song in each episode, right? Yes. So when people search it on SoundCloud oh, or whatever it is. we're all about extreme.
1: that SEO.
0: The Episode that Ian and I have the most listens to is called The Mile High Club. And I saw
1: that. I was I was going through the sound class I just called saw Titanic.
0: It. Yeah. I honestly it's I people were really into that episode. I think they thought something was gonna happen and it just didn't.
1: <laughs> thought you were gonna regale the listeners with wild sexcapades on a delta.
0: I, yes, I don't know. Ian and I don't have those stories. I'm not trying to even throw Ian under the butt. Like we just do not have those stories. Or under the plane. Yes, yeah, into the lavatory, as it were.
1: Yes. Here's what we do. We start titling our episodes after Pornhub videos.
0: Yes, or as Ian would call it, a horror movie.
1: Yes. A horror movie. (laughs) Well, it is that time of year.
0: Yeah, in our last episode, he kept trying to say horror, but he he said horror, and so I said that it's like going to Pornhub. (laughs) Do you know there's a... horror movie.
1: Are you aware of the difference between horror and terror? No. So Steve started every first date. So, (laughs) so there's actually there's actually a difference. We encapsulate any movie that is scary with the title of horror movie, but they. But I think that
0: that's like it falls into gore and like.
1: Well, it it denotes two separate things. Uh, Terror is typically what most scary movies try to elicit. Uh, or even suspense movies like that aren't necessarily horror movies but would be listed as suspense uh, and terror is a feeling of uh, elicited like uh, it's more of a psychological fear like you're, like you're confused and wondering what's going on horror is more visceral and guttural so like you're terrified of something because you don't know what's going to happen or what is happening or you're faced with something that's confusing or out- otherworldly to you Uh, Horror is something that you immediately understand what it is, but that understanding comes with revulsion and disgust over what you're seeing. So that's really most horror movies should really technically be called terror movies, but that's Mm. just me.
0: When I was in college, we all went to see um, uh, The New Evil Dead, the remake (gasps) of Evil Dead. I
1: I and saw that opening night and dragged, like, four friends along too. with me. Me,
0: too. We went to Midnight Madness. Hell, yeah. And But I only made it as far as, like, the first really scary thing. Someone, like, cuts their tongue into two pieces, and I yeah. had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. It really freaked me out. Okay, we're
1: doing... All right, we're doing a remake. Uh, you know what the first movie... You know what that first one did that they really should have devoted like, half of the movie to? The tree rape. We need more tree rape, guys. <laughs> We're doing that a script rewrite really, on more tree rape. That was really intense. It's it's interesting on that. Evil Dead Two is probably my favorite movie. Evil Dead. Yes. What it should have been called. Um, that scene. Sam Raimi, um, who would go on to direct Spider Man and other bigger movies, he actually said he regretted putting that scene in. And then when Fede Alvarez was directing the remake, he didn't initially plan to put that scene in. But the studio said that's a re- that's a key scene in the first one. The ones. tongue one. No, or the tree. The tree rape. The tree rape. Okay. So both directors. So it so kind of. he went like this: the producer was right. Was getting on the phone with the director, and it went like this. <sighs> oh God! Why is there no tree raping in this? Right? That was a thing from the first one, right? 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 Get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. I'm on the phone with him right now. Good. Get him in there. Get him in the. Get, blah, 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 blah. And then he passed. But then, out then it turned out he was accidentally in sure. the Finding Dory uh, yes, producer meeting exactly. and really got his notes mixed up. Oh yes.
0: fuck. <laughs> Um, so for people that don't know, in Evil Dead, there's these kids who go to, as you guessed it, a cabin in the woods, (laughs) uh, for some sort of spring break vacation type situation. Just to go
1: camping for fun, you know, like kids in horror movies do. in the woods,
0: yeah. And so they go, although Sigourney Weaver was not at the end of this cabin in the woods. So they got, spoiler (laughs) alert, so then they, uh, they end up there where the Evil Dead has possessed the forest around them, and at one point... Uh, there's a tree outside where this girl runs out of the house, out of the house of horror. She escapes and she's running through the forest and the trees are possessed by the evil dead and a branch. She gets pulled down by the branches and you think the tree is just going to like pull her into the ground, into the hellscape of whatever this thing came from. And, uh, and it turns out that the tree wants a little action first. So a branch slithers up her vagine Um,
1: Anything can happen on Halloween (laughs) A tree could get really horny for you There's, there's There's a getting wood joke there that's too tasteless for me to touch Oh
0: god, what a nightmare Yeah, Um,
1: you are a nightmare, Nick. I That is what Claire is saying. You know what, Stephen?
0: You're not much better when you came in strong. Stephen told me he might have to pause the show to go take a shit.
1: (laughs) First of all, I didn't didn't put it so cavalierly and so disgusting. He just made poop sounds, I'm sure.
0: No, he was super, super casual about that his insides might take a turn for the worse because he had McDonald's breakfast.
1: It's called knowing thyself. (laughs) Okay?
0: Knowing thy colon to
1: thine own self be poo <laughs>
0: there's
1: there's a latin i'm forgetting the latin right now but know uh, thyself it's in the matrix go watch the matrix uh
0: well i know i think therefore i am cogito ergo sum mm. and and live in cogito well, yeah cogito ergo poom. i know i know <laughs> and, how that goes. i know
1: and yet it moves eporsu eporsu move oh,
0: that's a good one i know ready for anything from uh gilmore girls um, in Omnia Paratus. That's pretty good, right? What do you got? Carpe diem?
1: Um, no. I yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to... No, I didn't always want to do this, but I thought it would be funny. To carve in the wood on your bed frame, Venny, Venny, Venny. I came, I came, I came.
0: Oh, fuck. Jesus. <laughs> You're worse than him. We should go to the thing that happened this week. I got to put a, the kibosh on this. <laughs> Um, all right.
1: O- only now, after we talked about tree rape for five minutes?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, our listeners have been in this for a long time. So They
1: have. You guys I, have been a show for a very long time at this yes,
0: point. Yes. Our first episode dropped in October of 2016. That is a wow. long time. We've done less full-length episodes than you. This will be episode uh, 104, I want to say. So actually, um, yeah, right on. Right, right on cue. Um, but we've done a lot of mini We've mm. done a bunch of little epis, especially when we've traveled. We've taken the show to Venice Beach, to Paris, France, to Quebec, Canada.
1: I like the little epis. I like the
0: little You can little sometimes too. get
1: the sense that you're in a different space and that it's. Ep-epi sur movie.
0: Oh, the episodes move. And yet, yes.
1: Well, Epur would be the and yet part, so it would be Epi's still move. Anyway, moving on. That's profound. Yeah. Did you get it? Okay.
0: Yes, no. <laughs> um, so listeners, uh, Nick has played the thing that happened this week, but Stephen has not. So Stephen... Does
1: that mean I'm the only one doing it?
0: No. Okay. You get to choose the order of the things that happened this week. Ian and I were going to let the two of you just do your own. Mm-hmm. Um but I think we'll do all three of us and you get to pick 1 2 or 3. What which one which order would you like to be in? I will do 3. Okay, who goes first?
1: Mm, Nick does so that people forget about it by the time they get to meet.
0: Great. Nick goes first, I go second, Stephen goes third. Are we ready for the thing that happened this week, guys?
1: I am ready, Claire.
0: Cue the music. <laughs> Brigadier. Yes. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. What happened to you this week?
1: Um, the thing that happened to me this week was I was told for the first time in my life that my toenail was probably going to fall off.
0: What? What happened?
1: (laughs) Steve knows this story. Uh, oh, does Mike know? Does Mike know? Mike Mike does not know this. Mike might be hearing this for the first time in this episode, unless I tell him later today. Uh, so while we were recording our podcast, uh, about a week ago today, actually, um, we had actually let you guys borrow some recording equipment, specifically the mic stands. Yeah. So uh, our co-host, who's not here today, Mike Russell, uh, he had to buy replacement mic stands, and the ones he bought had, like, a very, very heavy base to them. They were, okay. they, like, they, they, they stayed planted. Um, and so we were opening the packaging to set them up to start recording, and they came in, like, this little plastic wrap, and Mike is, like, trying to tear it open with his fingers, and he's trying to shimmy it out. It flies out out of the packaging and directly onto my bare exposed big toe.
0: Wait, what thing flew out?
1: This heavy several pound base to a mic stand. Oh god. And bear in mind, Mike Russell's like six eight, six nine. He's okay, he's like six three. So it, <laughs> it fell from a precipitous height onto my toe. Okay. Um
0: And so immediately you're like ow. Immediate
1: pain. Yes, immediate Fuck. pain. Immediate pain followed by less than immediate half an hour to an hour of
0: just like every couple of seconds. That's it. Immediate pain. The Nick Brigadier story.
1: Yes. Title of my autobiography. Now, that
0: being said, toe injuries are no fucking joke, okay? They hurt more than Mm. other, because in such a small part of your body, the pounds per square inch of like pressure when you stub your toe, it's it's very real. I mean- Yes. it's, It's
1: like when someone drops their- their cell phone, um, if they drop it on its back or on its front, the energy that it absorbs uh, is absorbed throughout the like entire surface area of the phone. Whereas yes. if you drop it on the corner, all of that energy is being focused into a small surface area. And that's why it shatters upwards and cracks. Yeah, Steve I've... has observed countless phones being dropped. Oh, yes.
0: I'm sure. I, I will say I did hear one time that ballerinas who dance on point. Are putting the pressure of carrying a full-size African elephant on your back when you go up on your toe, like that is the same amount of pounds per square inch pressure as carrying an elephant.
1: That contextualizes it in the most horrifying way.
0: Right. So you getting something dropped in your toe, I, I take that very seriously. I think it probably really well. Then hurts. also,
1: it, it's bearing your weight if you do ever need to walk on it. You don't really realize how much we how much we put our toes through.
0: Yes. I mean, your pinky toe, when you stub it on the corner leg of a table, they say that you break your pinky toe like 20 times in your life. It's like it's broken all the time. People are like, I never have broken a bone. I'm like, have you ever stubbed your toe? Because you fucking have, tool. <laughs> you liar.
1: <laughs> Thank God it was all your big toe. Thank God it wasn't needed for like balance or has the no, most amount No, certainly not. Uh, or it goes in first when you a on. basically the
0: thumb of the foot if yes, you think about yes, it's it. The it's the your opposable, opposable toe. <laughs>
1: That's what the pinky toe is actually used. It has. A, it's not like the appendix, which is useless now, but it has a still. The pinky
0: a, is for balance, yeah, right? Yeah. So if
1: you've got the pinky toe lopped off, you would all of a sudden find yourself tripping a lot more. Wee,
0: wee, wee. And we all fall down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he drops it on your foot and yes. you're like, fuck my life. And then who tells you your toenail is going to fall off?
1: So before that even happened, um, we still had to record an episode. But, so I, so I helped my co-host get the equipment set up. Uh, wrapped my toe in just like a towel filled with ice cubes. Was it bleeding? It was. There was. It was heavily bruised under the toenail, but there was no blood All coming out. All right. I out. know. I know
0: what you're talking yes. about. Okay. Uh,
1: so we recorded an episode with me in that state. Um, we're able to get through it. Like after like 20 minutes of ah, ah, it was mostly okay. Um,
0: the, the episode was just full sex ASMR. (sighs) Yeah. (sighs) I'm going to, uh, balance my toe and, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you carved into your headboard. Yes. All right. right. So it's bruising up the whole show. And then what?
1: Um, I take a day off where I just, I, I don't go into work. I just kind of take a day to recover, keep my toe elevated. It seems to be going fine, it's feeling, it's looking still kind of janky, but it's feeling better. It's starting to look progressively worse, even though it's not necessarily feeling worse. So I finally just go into an urgent care. They take one very cursory look at it and say, oh yeah, it's probably going to fall off. Fuck. Which hasn't happened to me before and sounded horrifying. But people have who have had toenails and fingernails fall off say... Yeah,
0: dancers, it happens all the time. Exactly. I think Ian's it's, lost a toenail. Really? I don't know that he told me that, but I think he has. That's just my intuition.
1: Well, as the wonderful dancer he is, it would not surprise me. If yeah, I mean, he's carrying
0: point. elephants on those tap shoes, so.
1: I've acted with him, too. He carries scenes as well.
0: Because <laughs> uh, you are such Jed Waite. I know.
1: <laughs> so. uh behind the camera. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. That, well, I
1: made an informed decision.
0: <laughs> he loved it so much. Acting was going so well that he decided to pull back and do podcasting, so no one had to look at him. Yes. <laughs>
2: Who could love me? <laughs> uh, so. <laughs>
0: How long do you have with your toenail?
1: Uh, I've been, you know, getting my affairs in order with it, uh, but they're saying, week between one and three weeks, it'll like a new toenail is going to start growing underneath it, and then that'll just be dead and just kind of. So fall So make off.
0: sure that the new toenail stays like beautifully pedicured, because if you if it starts to like grow in a weird direction and it's not being trimmed and cared for, uh, you will have a wonky toenail forever, five ever.
1: This is a lot of pressure.
0: So, just and women sh-
1: will not like you, ever.
0: Yeah. No one wants to suck on those weird toes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had a dollar every time I heard
2: that.
0: Um, well, I'm sorry that happened, but it should be kind of a fun and gross experiment to see uh, how long it takes.
1: Now, that's horror. You understand what's happening. Yes. And that understanding brings with it the revulsion of knowing what's about to happen to you.
0: Let's play a game. Yeah, like that. How long it takes for your toenail to fall off?
1: I'll be documenting the whole journey on Instagram, so be sure to... No, I will not be doing that.
0: Is there special care, though? Like, when you don't have a toenail, do you have to keep your foot protected in some way?
1: That would be an excellent WebMD search to do. I had not gotten that far. Well, if
0: you jump on WebMD, it will tell you you have cancer, so just, you know, be careful.
1: Ooh, duly noted.
0: Yeah, right. You can fall down that rabbit hole real fast.
1: Guys, I think I have network connectivity issues. (laughs)
0: Oh, God. And to know that that line was improv I it's too good.
2: <laughs> yeah. The- Chris
0: Pratt used to be one of us, and then he became one of the beautiful people. But he was funny and chubby at yes. one time. Yeah. Chubby Chris Michael Pratt. Yeah.
1: I sure hates the fact that he came up with that line. It, it makes, him, makes him angry when everything's about. I
0: mean, it. probably. No, it
1: does. They were at a... Uh, they were, the whole show was doing a Paley Center thing, the whole cast was, and that's what he said. He said, I am forever angry that Chris just made up that line because it was infinitely better than anything I could have ever purposely written.
0: <laughs> Mike sure is so funny. Mike sure, the co-creator of The Office, the creator of Parks and Rec and The Good Place, um, but also too many Brooklyn loving 99. fans. yeah, mm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, Moe's from Shrewd Farms.
1: <laughs> Moe's, have you been... Just painting in the dark.
0: (laughs) I love when Pam hears something banging in the wind and she looks out and the outhouse door is swinging and Moses is so sheepish about peeing outside. So cute. All right, Nick, that was a fantastic thing that happened to you this week.
1: From our perspective. Yes.
2: We love hearing about it, not experiencing it. The story is
0: great, and our listeners, I'm sure there's someone out there. We have a lot of artists listening, and I'm sure someone has lost a toe for the pursuit of art the same way as you.
1: Yes. You know, I played contact sports for when I was 6 to 15. I never would have thought podcasting would be what caused me to lose a toenail. (laughs) Here's the thing. Nothing
0: bad. And a concussion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Nothing bad happens to Mike, but. Bad things happen around Mike, so if you're around him, bad things happen to Mike. Have you listened to any story he's ever said? Bad about things his happen life? to him, but they never, like, they never scar him in a way that we can see. But us around him get hit with the detrius that's of r- the hurricane. No, it's true. If, if jail and a mental asylum can't dampen your spirits, I don't know what can. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. All right. Well, it's actually Mike's turn to do the thing that happened this week. I'm going to seed my time and play us a very special message from our dear friend, Mike Russell. So cue the music. <laughs> Nick Brigadier, are you ready to hear the thing that happened this week from your toenail saboteur?
1: <laughs> well, that is what I will... Forever refer to him as
0: <laughs> the toenails. saboteur. Yes. Just start calling him T.S. and he and he won't have any idea what you're talking about.
1: And then if he asks, say it's a uh, after T.S. Elliot, and he still won't have any idea what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> okay, Give him so more I'm only gonna play certain sections of this because some of it is a uh, little incriminating. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: that's never stopped yeah, him from that telling that a good yeah, story. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be the first. <laughs> but thing. I'm sure he'd appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Well, he did text me to tell me that something needed to be taken out real fast. <laughs> I cannot. Alright, here we go. The thing that happened this week from our dear friend, the missing tr- third piece of the Song Topsy report, Mike Russell.
2: The thing that happened this week with Mike Russell, guys. Oh geez, how I wish I could be there. Sadly, have been called into work. Uh, which which is uh which is a real shame, because I would have loved to be there with uh with Nick and Steve just shooting the shit with you guys. But in lieu of all this, I'll tell you what happened to me this week. I kicked off this week by leaving my phone in an Uber, and I don't know how many of you have been through that. This is much different than just leaving like a wallet or a you know, loved like, one, p- p- <laughs> prized lighter in, in the back of an Uber. This is this is your phone, and you can't really access your Uber account without like going onto the website. <coughs> And you're trying to log into your account, and it tries to send you a code, a code to your phone, but you don't have the phone because the phone's in the back of the Uber. So what I got to do is, I got you got to log into your Gmail account because through a Gmail you can use a phone service like they have its built-in like phone. But then you got to download all these web plugins. So then you're downloading the web plugins, and you're getting onto the website, and you're calling your phone. Uh, so I call my phone and the guy picks up my phone. What's local, like, the deal? Which is nice. And also, let me tell you, these Apple computers, you can like text from your phone into your phone and like other things, which I think is great about Apple computers. It's, 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 it's interesting like that. I don't know. But anyway, that kind of sucks. It took six hours and eighty bucks to get the phone back. So, uh, but anyway, I get my phone back and that's great. And then, uh, and then my friends from high school come up this weekend, okay? So we got Andrew and Larry. I've known these guys for like
1: twenty years. <coughs> and uh, <laughs> he's got to stop know, smoking.
2: coming up because he's flying. <laughs> he's flying into New York City, and then he and then he flew out of New York City to go to Germany. This is the good part. And Andrew came up, well, because he's just a new dad and he just wanted a weekend off to see his buddies.
0: All right, I got to pause the story right there. He's a new dad, so he needed to take the weekend off to see his friends. Oh, man. These, these last
1: 24 to 36 hours of fatherhood have been really draining.
0: Oh, yeah, my God. Oh, man. All right, here's the rest of the story. I
2: thought that'd be fun. So they come up, and uh, Larry brings this guy who uh, who I think looks familiar, but I just can't quite seem to put a finger on how I know him. And, uh, and he's winning. He's acting mighty strange. Like, he just seems a little uncomfortable, because he's spending the night at my house, because I told Larry he could come spend the night, That's and he could be friend, I got two couches, come on in. And this guy is acting all sorts of weird, man. Like, he's kind of giving me the shifty eyes. And I'm like, what's up with this guy? And I'm, I'm starting to, I'm getting pissed off. I'm like, Wah. like, this guy just, he's making, he's making me uneasy. I feel like I'm making him uneasy. So, we start talking, and I'm like, do I know you? Uh, like have we have we met before news and, and then I read this guy doesn't forget a thing you know those people who never forget anything this guy this guy Elephant he re- he probably remembers every like detail of his life because he goes, aren't you? yeah you you're, you're Russell. you went to jail and like he said <laughs> 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 And I'm like oh my god I haven't seen this guy in like probably like eight, eight to ten. years i'm trying to think because that's yeah it's been a bit right so i think to myself man like I, I probably met you for five minutes and that's the one thing you took away from our conversation i just thought i was much more of a person than that you know <laughs> oh jesus
0: so okay <laughs> so now i'm gonna i have to skip over the incriminating part now
1: okay i'm sure he appreciates it
0: and uh i'll get to uh the, the ending
1: here. We don't play the whole thing. We select 10 second sound bites of the whole story and, and we just piece play together at, the gaps. We just play them at random.
0: Yes. Okay. Here we go. So I'm Mike Russell. That's what happened this week. And guys,
2: I hope you're all having fun. And uh, I can't wait to hear about what happened to you this week. Catch you later. Mike Russell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you definitely spiked there. Yes.
1: I don't, I'm sorry. Yes. All I'm right. sorry. That was worth it. <laughs> you then clapped into the microphone.
0: <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to pull the, the, the clip onto my computer, and I will actually, because we talked through a lot of it. But that being said, all right. So my first thing <laughs> is really, he had some friends come to town. One is a friend from high school, and one is a new dad who just needs a little time off. <laughs>
1: And he brought a friend who, I think, based on context
0: clues, also went to prison? So, no. The guy was uncomfortable because all he remembered about Mike nice. from back in the day was that he met Mike for just a few minutes, and somehow, in the conversation, Mike brought up that he had gone to prison.
2: Well, that's
1: like, that's like Mike Russell Conversation Starter 1 Whoa. and 2.
0: 101, right. It's Mike Russell 101. So then... He now sees this guy eight ten years later, and they only met that one time. But the guy's uncomfortable because he has to stay the night at Mike's house because Mike was once an inmate.
1: You know, people who go to prison—they're just people, all right. It's sort of like being famous. You know, like you—you—you <laughs> you, you look at them and they're like, "Oh, you're a different kind of person from me now because you're either a famous or you b went to jail." But, you know, absent any sort of, sort of, like, serious, hardcore recidivism, most people go to jail maybe, like, once, and it's probably for something stupid, because there is a lot of laws, and no one remembers them all, because that would be insane. So you could just, we could just be walking around breaking all sorts of laws we don't know that exist, as long as we follow, like, the three big ones, like, don't punch or kill people, don't take shit from people. As long as you, like, avoid those two things, you'll probably avoid going to jail, But there's a shit ton of other laws that we could be breaking and uh, some super nerdy police officer who has like 18 of them memorized shows up and arrests us so like most people are going to jail for stupid stuff stuff that people shouldn't be going to jail for and even then they're going for one time hopefully.
0: It's it's illegal in the state of Virginia to have sex in any other position but the missionary.
1: I read that. There's some article where they keep saying the most Mm -hmm. ridiculous laws in each state, and that's always the one that I see for... Because a lot of of American laws to begin with were based off of... British uh, uh, British uh, British I can't remember the word there's a specific word about you know, the type British of laws. shit yeah, yeah but you know, the, it's just yeah. shitty
0: British shit there's
1: like like oh yes British, the naughty laws there's like British common <laughs> law stuff that like was created in like three villages it's only applicable in those three villages where it's like you can't spit over a bridge twice or else goblins will show up you know stuff like that <laughs> that just sort of like made its way over here with with the Colonials and then just sort of became embedded in written law over here that we don't even realize what its origins were or that it's against the law anymore.
0: Yeah, well, and then there's a whole set of ridiculous laws that are all kind of like in Midwestern states where they're like... You can't have a giraffe in the town of such-and-such such without a cup of coffee in your hand. Like, silly ones like that. Because you know that once upon a time, someone brought a giraffe to town, and they were like, all right, it's not technically illegal, but we don't want a giraffe in the township. So um, oh, tell him that he also has to buy coffee with the giraffe, yes. and it'll never happen I mean, these again.
1: laws exist for a reason. Is that, yeah. is that what the origin of that Johnny Cash song was? Don't take your giraffes to town? <laughs>
0: I, I do think it was. Yeah, Johnny That's was uh, uh, openly reviled by his neighbors. <laughs> Don't
1: take giraffes to town, son. Leave giraffes at home. <laughs>
0: now do it as Bob Dylan.
1: Don't take giraffes at home, son. Leave <laughs> giraffes at home. That's pretty Wouldn't good. You? Now do it as Takashi69. Don't
0: take giraffes <laughs> at town. Go get the giraffe. That's pretty good. That was good. Can I, Give me some. Who can I do it as?
1: Um, if I threw Whitney Houston at you, would that be too much?
0: I, I mean, I can try.
1: You might want to also step away, like on the <laughs> other side of the room. For Give the me microphone. white
0: women. I feel like it's not, it's not appropriate for me to uh, try for anyone. Lana Del Rey. Oh my god, you have to do <laughs> it real sleepy. Just yeah, just get really tired.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not town i feel like that's a little more lord that's like lord right and your giraffes are in town get a cup of coffee
1: alanis morissette
0: oh my goodness okay hold on um <laughs> and you bring your giraffe into town your giraffe You brought it. You brought your giraffe into town. That's pretty good.
1: (laughs) Sixpence none the richer.
0: Oh, okay. Hold on. We have to get a little flowery for this (laughs) one. Um, You have a giraffe and you brought it into town. Mm -hmm. And you love being a zoologist. A zoologist. Yeah, man, Claire,
1: you and I sure are talented.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're so good. Nick, <laughs> could you could you do it as Ozzy Osbourne without spiking the mic?
1: Oh, not disturbed, Ozzy. <laughs> I don't know if I can do Ozzy. Like, you can only seem to understand him when he's singing. Every interview I've ever seen him is "Oh, I was just sharing." That was
0: pretty good, actually. <clears throat> I'm, <inaudible fades> <damalsṛṣ> That's pretty good. Steve, Steve's got an Aussie. All right, how about you do, um, uh, do Paul McCartney?
1: I immediately go to John Lennon. He's got more. You can He leans, to can them, he, L- he he leans more into the Liverpool voice because, you, you know, you can't keep your giraffe in here. This town does <laughs> not allow pretty, giraffes. It's pretty good. I don't have a cup of coffee, so I can't take my giraffe. That's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if it was Paul McCartney, he does have a song about giraffes. Wouldn't surprise based me, based on the fact that some it's him. B-side on one of his yeah. albums. Yeah, it's the back. And of then octopus Yoko Yoko plays the giraffe just screaming in the background. <laughs> oh my God. And then Bringo comes in. I wrote a song about an octopus.
0: <laughs> Do you know that I told someone one time we were walking past the Dakota? And, uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, Yoko Ono still lives on the top floor of the Dakota, um, but no one ever sees her. And then as I'm saying it, she is crossing the street in front really? of us. Really? Yes. I didn't actually know she still lived at the... <laughs> yes. So she owns the entire top floor on the, south, on the southbound Jesus. side of, uh, on the southward side of the Dakota. If you look across, if you stand across the street in Central Park and look up into the window, sometimes she has the windows open and the ceiling is painted checkerboard. As, you know, as one does. Guys,
1: you know Ringo's going to be the last man standing, right? Of course now. he is.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Paul McCartney, you know, Paul McCartney, I feel like the young music keeps him alive, right? He's got four or five seconds for wiling. <laughs> he's going to live forever.
1: But he's also on a tour schedule. He's running himself ragged. That's Ringo true. doesn't have that problem.
0: When I was in high school, we took our class Dunked trip to, uh, we took our theater class trip to uh new york and we went on the rock city tour on the uh rock center tour and um or no no on the radio city tour after the rockefeller center tour we did them on the same day i got confused but um that day there was a paul mccartney concert that night and we went up into a window box room where it's like one of the opera uh one of the booth operator stands for um I'm telling this really well. <laughs> for uh, I mean, I'm engrossed. For spotlighting, so okay. we're standing in a spotlight booth up, like in the uh, to the right of the nosebleeds uh, over um, Radio City Music Hall, and Paul McCartney is down on the stage doing his sound check, and he played us a private concert of Blackbird, and then. He calls out Ringo because it was going to be a surprise that night that Ringo was going to come out on stage, and they have to do a sound check together. And they did "Octopus's Garden," and it was—I mean, I was like 17 and falling apart because when you're 17, the Beatles are like the only rock music you know and can actually talk even a little bit about. And and I remember—I'm still—I'm getting like emotional thinking about. I remember how groundbreaking it was and there was a tour of like middle schoolers coming in after us and they did not get why we were so excited um but yeah i got a private concert from uh, paul mccartney and ringo star once so suck on that
1: yeah but it did happen this week
0: no so the I thing don't... that
1: happened this past <laughs> 13 14 years yeah the thing Our... that happened at seventeen.
0: So thus endeth the second tangent. Um, so anyway, uh, but Mike's losing a phone in an Uber. I mean, I feel like it happens to the best of us. It just fucking sucks that he's right. Like, you reach out to a company and they try to ping the phone. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm trying to get to the phone. It's it's very frustrating. It's like when you're... Um, When your backup password is to an email that you can't remember the password to. Yes. That's very difficult. God,
1: can't you just... You made the phone. Can't you just, like, get into it with a secret code or something? The job (laughs) I used to work at. I heard that a lot. No, I can't. Because, you know, legality.
0: You know, because privacy... Didn't you get that phone so that you could be all by yourself all the time?
1: People don't <laughs> want to set up, like, the Touch ID or the Face ID because they're concerned about privacy. But then when they can't get into their email, they're outraged you don't immediately know their password. It's like I, you can't have your cake and eat it, too.
0: I set up Touch ID and Face ID when they were available to me. I set them up so fucking fast. Hell yeah! The newest thing, I always... I don't want the newest item, but I want the newest update. So yes. I, I, I always I have dark mode on everything. Oh, my God. This week... So, Twitter had <laughs> night mode for a really long time, right? Instagram now knows when my phone is in dark mode. Yes. It's not like a setting within the app. It senses the phone. It's it fucking, knows. It knows. It knows. Um, so, anyway, Mike, we are so sorry that you're not here. We would have loved to hear these stories in person, but we're really glad that you could send something in. So, thank you for, in a small way, being part yes. of the thing that happened this week. We miss you. Steven, sit, tell him you miss him.
1: Mike, How's it
0: going? Back to therapy. Yes. <laughs> all right. So the time has come for Steve Stephen Trolinger.
1: <laughs> that is my nickname.
0: Stephen Steve. My,
1: <laughs> my my shortened name Steve is my real name, and Stephen <laughs> with the N is the nickname. You no, know, no, please. My name <laughs> my name's actually my name's Steve, but I go by by Stephen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's my nickname. Look, I've, I've been trying to get rid of it for years, but nobody, everyone <laughs> keeps using it. So
2: it's I'm sorry. Hey, Steven, my man.
0: <laughs> Steve my N. name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Steven, the Steve Trollinger. There we go. I got it right. <laughs> Steve. You're such a fucking Steve. All right, we're going to cue up that music for you to do your thing that happened this week. Hit it, guys. <laughs> Steven the Steve Trollinger. Steve, Steven Trollinger.
1: (laughs) Well, the thing that happened to me this week was that I became self conscious about my name for the first time (laughs) in many years.
0: All right, what happened to you this week? You brought notes, I yes, understand. I
1: have a very bad memory. That's okay. Um,
0: Sometimes Ian and I have to write them down.
1: So I uh, I wrote down uh, notes and uh, tangentially related information to the notes. Uh, in case, very important. In case I forgot to discuss them, because if I don't, then later on I will remember them and I will be mad at myself. Right. I live in a prison of my own making, like, constantly. It's
0: called my my brain.
1: Yeah. Hold on, let me use my face to open my There we go. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, Steve's okay. not afraid of, uh, of Big Brother. When,
1: when Steve says he uses his face, he means he uses his forehead to punch in the code to yeah. get into <laughs> his phone. I'm pressing with my nose because I have a horrible food poisoning.
0: Do you know on TikTok there's a filter called nose painting where you just move your face around and make shapes? <laughs> <laughs> The send is the third tangent. <laughs> I can't have any more tangents guys. So don't let it happen.
1: You're getting like super coffee talk on us as well by the way. <laughs> the more like from SNL sketch coffee talk. Yes. Like
0: oh that. no, 100%, 100%. Yeah, I just fall I fall deeper and deeper into it until I can't come back out. It's insane. Hey, it's it's incredible. All right, here we go. Uh,
1: okay, so I um I tend to have to with my day job um which people keep telling me to keep. Uh I tend to have to get up fairly early because I live in a you know I live far away from my place of work so I tend to get up You live like, in Brooklyn and then the, where's where's work? Uh the uh, upper west side of Manhattan.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah. it's a little bit of a trip.
1: So I build in roughly like an hour and a half of travel time because okay. the
0: MTA, you
1: know, was made by the devil to vex the righteous. Um, sure. So for I... only
0: 275 you also can experience
2: exactly. hell. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Do you have to be somewhere and you perfectly timed it out and now all of a sudden you're going to be twenty minutes late and also you've got to take a dump really bad? Welcome to welcome to MTAL. Also, Claire, sorry again for being late.
0: Oh, well <laughs> <laughs> while we're on the subject, no I'm just kidding. You
1: already talked about the thing happening to you this week, Nick. You can have two things. Let it it's Steven's turn. <laughs>
0: okay. Um <laughs> Steven. <laughs>
1: I once once upon I'm time. am not
0: Steve L. I'm Steven. Once upon
1: a time, when I was in high school, I had a friend burn me a, a CD because my I didn't have a computer that I, I didn't know how to do it on my computer at the time. So they I was uh, I wanted a specific title and it had my name in it, and I they kept they called me Steve, so I kept trying to emphasize I wanted them to write it Steve N. So I was saying Steve N, Steve N at the end, and then they wrote it <laughs> Steve Dash Capital N, and I was like, that's <laughs> not what I <I'm> was talking. About. <laughs> um, so uh, so this so I tend to get up fairly early in the morning to get ready so I was up uh, traveling around 5 a.m in the city and it's, a, it's you know it's dark and it's dead for the most part and um, typically I've had a coffee but the coffee only revitalizes my physical form but not my mental acuity <laughs> okay. so like my body's awake but my brain is still great use in of the fog. acuity yes thank you I probably didn't even use it right though the
0: word is acuity
1: Hey Q, oh no! I'm just gonna go sit down. I'm sorry, <laughs> wasted everyone's time, mom and dad. Um, and uh, so I typically am in a bit of a fog. I, I so I have a um uh, a sh- I have a show that I've been writing for like a year. Um, that I've been sitting on because I've been tinkering with it, and uh, we've been doing other things. So myself included, I got married this summer. So like trying to. Produce, well, what? Yeah, trying to get married and also produce a show that I've never had any experience doing before was like, nah, I probably don't have time to do both those things. So um, I was
0: going to make a joke at Mike Russell's uh, expense. But unfortunately, if you just got married and then you go away for a weekend, it's called your honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. um, exactly. uh,
1: so they um, so I, I've been sitting on it and tinkering with it since then, while I've just sort of been waiting for more free time to accrue. Um, And there is, uh, in the show, there is one episode that I, I've been desperately wanting to change because I erred on the side of caution, knowing that I would have a budget of $10 roughly. So I was erring on the side of caution and like really tamping down my creative expectations so that I could make something that was still funny, but not necessarily... I don't work with budgets in my head, so everything I write tends to be like way out of my league the first line of all your screenplays exterior the cosmos, the cosmos. night <laughs> no that i could get like a fucking thing off of the internet for probably just a computer wallpaper exactly um so in this one there's a there's a scene uh not to give too much way i'm trying to i'm trying to basically trick a person into coming clean about a thing they're lying about but i'm doing it in fairly ridiculous ways and the way one i had originally written um I I had a different way of doing it in mind where I reveal that the character I'm trying to trick has a very deep religious backstory. um, And uh, in order to trick him into coming to, you know, tell the truth, I stage a fake gospel revival. um, Okay. My character does. Uh, I've, I've written that out and changed it to something more doable, but still I go back to it. So 5 a.m. I'm by myself for the most part. There's like a couple of people like scattered around the uh, subway platform, and um, like the there's a trope I love in in movies, and it happens a few times. It's called um, and I wrote it down so I could remember it. Uh, it's called the gospel revival number. So y- you'll see this in in like if you've ever seen the first Blues Brothers movie. Um, there's a there's a couple of other examples, but the, it's a trope that shows up in a few movies where all of a sudden there will be like a gospel revival and it will be for comedic purposes like it'll be someone that has no business doing a gospel revival or it'll be someone i've I've also been watching the righteous gemstones which really bled into that like made me want to sort of revisit it so um i'm revisiting the scene in my head as a i'm sort of tinkering with it about this like fake very obviously staged terrible gospel revival and i my character is a quote master of disguise end quote he's not really but he Dresses as a Ace Ventura gospel uh, revival. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, he has, you know, he's like a uh, I have a, a character he created as a, you know, like a, you know, mega church Southern Baptist fire and brimstone revival. He's creature. Joel Osteen. Uh, a little bit more fiery than that. But um,
0: he's dean. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so, and I have a, I have a list of songs. Um, they're gospel songs, so they're entirely free. So like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have to pay money for it. Uh, and there's one song called uh, I've seen the light or I, I saw, or I saw the light. Uh, and it's like an old timey, um, you know, like really country style revival number. And so I'm listening to it. And I'm no dancer. Uh, Ian's a dancer. I'm no dancer. And when I do imagine choreography in my head, it's for comedic purposes only. So, seeing as how I'm mostly by myself, I and, and the song comes on, and I'm sort of sketching out the scene in my head. I start um, fire and brimstone singing along to the song out loud. Yeah. And Where are you when you're doing this? This is on the um, the uh, 36th Street. D train platform. Gotcha. Um, and I start, you know, like again, like imagine a, a friggin' like guy in a, you know, like big gray, big fucking poofy pompadour gray hair, big dark sunglasses, giant white shiny teeth, you know, expensive tailored suit, you know, just sort of like waving Testify. his hands. In the air. Yeah, exactly. Like waving his hands in the air. And I was just like, I saw the line. I saw the line. I'm just doing this <laughs> like, in public and like dancing around. Steve's like that.
0: moving his arms like yeah. he has taken the body of Pinocchio, yeah. <laughs> I, and, and Geppetto's got those strings, honey bun. I'm
1: doing it in a chair, so it is much calmer than when I was basically doing it on a subway platform, thinking no one was paying attention to me. Um, so I get through the song and I and I finish it, and I finish the my weird, funny choreograph dance routine in Would my head. Would you
0: say you felt the spirit?
1: Yes, that's what I was attempting to do. Okay. I was attempting to feel, feel the spirit of the Lord. I was
0: attempting to feel anything. Um, <laughs> something. <Yeah. laughs>
1: and, uh, and I, I so I, the song ended, and I stopped my wild gesticulations in my singing. And then it just happened to glance, and sure enough, more people had showed up on the platform in the interim time that I had not noticed. And they were just all staring at me. So I, and I made the mistake of like looking up and making eye contact with all of them individually. Um, (laughs) One by one. One by one. And so they they just, they just stared at me. But like no one was smiling. No one was like laughing or clapping or even like judging me. They're just looking. Because it's, it's New, New York. York, yeah, and it's like <laughs> and this. No is... one gives a fuck. Exactly. So, I, so I, I was. I was.
0: They just want to feel something. Exactly.
1: I was. I he was... looked like he was feeling something. Yeah. Um, Come on, Billy. Our train's here. Yeah, and then the. Uh, so then uh, the train shows up, and everyone who I had just <laughs> done that with got on the same car with me. You got to book it to another car. You yeah. got to just move. I didn't think this through. And so the I just. Same,
0: it's called the mariachi move. You see the yeah. band go in, you dip to the next oh my one. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. I have so many stories about mariachi bands that have haunted me in that's New York. That's uh, one of my favorite. Um, I can't remember the comedian's name now. Uh, uh, Nick. Nick uh, Nick not Nick John John Mullaney does it. Yeah, this is
0: the loudest thing you have ever heard. But it was, yeah, but he also
1: does, (laughs) he's like, it's, it's like in a, it's like in a a movie where someone's getting, about to get whacked and they just realize like everything slows down. Like you, yeah, you feel like you're about to be assassinated and you're just like, but that's when you see like the, the, it's like, oh, there's a guy, a guy with a guitar. Oh, another guy with a guitar. Oh, a guy with an accordion. No, (laughs) my God. Like, you're about to get blown, your head blown off or something like that.
0: So then, was it awkward on the train when you got on? Or did people, I mean, no one cared but you, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, no one cared but me. But it was still just, like, I... I don't I, I don't usually do stuff like that. I just thought You're I was You're
0: not normally the weird guy.
1: Mm, no, oh, I am, but in like That's much what more Mike reserved is ways. For. Yeah, much more reserved. I feel ways.
0: bad he's not even here. <laughs> I can just I don't even know him, frankly. I could just I, I just toss him out like that. <laughs> I mean, you listen to one voice message and you really learn a lot about a person. <laughs> yeah,
1: like how small his penis is. <laughs> no.
0: Uh, how gross. Yo, why does his he keep volu-
1: <laughs> Why does he keep volunteering this information? I don't know. <laughs> Claire, let me just tell you, because you can't see me. My face looks like a mess. Let me tell you. No. I got punched by like five people on the way here. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Poor Mike. I stood up for you after I threw you under. Okay. Um, so wh- it, how long did you have to ride with these people?
1: Um, I mean, for the most part, a lot of them got off at Atlantic, which was the cause it was an Express. and was the next one. And that's typically when the train tends to empty out. Um, but there were a few there that I, that stayed with me like all the way uptown. And then walked into work with you. And then walked in and said, oh, hey, that was you guys. <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: Um,
1: and then, uh, later that, later that afternoon at work, I was playing music and a different, but I think at that time it was when the saints go marching in. That one came on and I was like. It's a banger. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I already did this once a day. So then I just did that at work too. And, uh, that was much better received. Uh, than the strangers on the on the subway platform. Well, because I'm sure they had a context for why you were singing all of a sudden. Yeah, usually
0: we did a gospel song in uh, I don't. It was like all county or all district chorus or something. You know, where you like audition for the for the to spend a weekend making more choral music, and <laughs> um, and I got a solo and a song called Trust and Never Doubt. Or no, he he never failed me yet, and the chorus was. Trust and never doubt. Jesus will surely cast you out, let you out, or something. (laughs) He never failed me yet. And when I got to my solo, I had been doing it fine all week. Got to my solo, sang the words for the next guy's solo, (laughs) took his words. And then when we got to his verse, he sang it again.
1: (laughs) Just to really drive it home. Yeah. Also, I love the title Jesus will never let me down, has never let me down yet.
0: He never failed me yet. And then at the end, it's, He never failed me. He never failed me yet. He never failed. He never failed me.
1: Steve, take notes. This might work for your stuff. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Can I just be all the voices? I'll do lots of voices. As I told you earlier, I wouldn't impersonate Whitney Houston, but I will do an entire choir.
1: (laughs) It was um, the the scene in my head, again, for cost-cutting measures and for comedic. the, The nice thing about comedy is that Low budgets tend to force you to improvise in ways that add to humor, and also it's fine if it looks like shit because that's also part of the humor.
0: Can you just get one guy in a robe to stand behind you that's and basically, do this in, way? Yeah, in my
1: head, like in, in my and <laughs> a shoe with sunglasses. In my head, I'm picturing like I rented out a church and I have a whole, I have like the Harlem Boys Choir behind me and yes. stuff like that. But then I, you know, like. I dumb it down later on and go. Mm, it's probably funnier and more accurate to say uh, it's just me and like someone playing a an electric like a a little Casio keyboard or something. A little Casio keyboard. Yeah, little Casio keyboard and what
0: what's the name of the guy in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? The one with Johnny Depp, the guy who played all the Oompa Loompas. That's what you could do: get one guy yes. and then uh, just cop-
1: deep Roy. Yeah, deep copy Roy his body
0: him. a bunch of times and make him uh, do everything.
1: There is that, but again. It's funnier if it's just horribly low budget. Yeah. Like, you're trying to trick someone who is not going to be tricked. um, And it's like you put as much effort as you could into it, but you also couldn't get, like, a room full of people to pretend to be there. Yeah. So, and I thought maybe I could, like, trick someone and trick, like, three or four people into spending an afternoon with me. Uh, But, you know, it hasn't worked yet, so...
0: Yeah, the con. I, I, it seems like trickery is a really big deal to you. Your script is about trickery. Your life, you'd have to trick some people to come work with you. I'm a trickster. You trick- I'm a
1: folk trickster from folklore.
0: You tricked us to get here. I mean, yes. really. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my nephew. My nephew said the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me at breakfast a couple weeks ago. Shut up, Nick. And, um, and he said because uh, he's a he's a big Marvel movie fan. And he was like he was like, oh, Steve, you look like him. And then he showed me a picture of Tom Hiddleston, and I was like, that's. That's very wrong, but thank you. I'll take Tom it. Tom Hiddleston. Yes. Oh, okay. But I'll. I don't. F- I. I appreciate what you're saying to me, but I don't think that's correct. But thanks anyway. But even if you are correct, he already exists, so I'm fucked either way. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say any of that part out loud, but.
0: I went to school with the guy who ended up playing the Flash.
1: Oh, Grant Gustin.
0: Yes, Grant and I went to Elon together at the same time, and uh, and um. It is really weird to see somebody who you know is just a human being become the a, a superhero, literally a superhero. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's not a thing that I dream about and desire, wish to come into my life at all times.
0: <laughs> Steve's working
1: his way towards becoming the villains of the superhero movies. Yeah. Just just because they won't let me be a hero.
0: You know, if they do a live action Incredibles, you could be the Underminer.
1: <laughs> I'm not short enough. <laughs> They cgi had, they'll no, make danny it
0: happen DeVito danny devito
1: is the under <laughs> <laughs> i thank, that yeah oh, it's okay yeah don't make me syndrome or whatever that's no be
0: syndrome no
1: no you went with Underminer first whatever well I because did. he
0: has the best machine and he also is the star of the second one you get two movies instead of one syndrome dies okay i was trying to get you a franchise dick
1: i don't need a franchise i need a star making vehicle <laughs>
0: I don't need a franchise. I need money. I just need any work. (laughs) Any
1: sort of work whatsoever.
0: I'm not picky. All right. Well, that was a fantastic thing that happened this week. I'm glad that you feel like you can dance like no one's watching. Even when people are watching. And you make
1: eye contact with each individual one. (laughs) Well, they Dance
0: like everyone is watching. (laughs) They
1: paid for a show, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 275. 275. Peace. Some even jumped the turnstile. They were that anxious to see you. Okay, so now we are going to go to our fantastic quiz. Nick, Steve picked the order of the thing that happened this week. So you get to pick. Do you want to take the quiz first or second?
1: Oh, let Steve take it first. Okay. And I am uh, exercising my thing that happened this week veto to say that Nick goes first. Oh, yes, the, the, the rarely referred to thing that happened this week, veto. You know, so few guests have utilized it.
0: It's never come up, but we did have that. But this I is forgot. a
1: constitutional crisis <laughs> yes. on the thing that happened this week.
0: All right, well. I don't
1: think that legally you're allowed to say I can't veto things. I'm pretty sure. Look, I've never read the Constitution, it's too long. It's two pages. Who has time, really, honestly? Yeah. But I can totally read. I'm, the great, I'm a great reader, the best.
0: Yeah. I can totally read. You're saying it, they're all saying it, we're saying it. Believe me. Okay, so let's cue the music for quiz time. <laughs> Nick, Brigadier, the second time you're taking the quiz, some questions have changed. Are you ready?
1: Yes, I'm still living in this post veto reality <laughs> that has been manufactured. <laughs>
0: It was you're not manufactured. Sh- it's always been that way. Oh yes, of
1: course, how could I forget? You're just jealous of my power. <laughs> you're power. A chaos magician.
0: All right, Nick Brigadier. Yes. Question number 1, what are you obsessed with this week?
1: What am I obsessed with this week? Um vinyl. I'm buying a record player.
0: Oh, okay. Any oh, albums man, you're going to get? you
1: clarified after vinyl. Why? Why? Like, what are you obsessed with with this week this week, Nick? Vinyl. <laughs> Records, records. I d- I, uh, Just the material. I'm records. Yeah. I, d- I didn't add the sexy inhalation after. Final. I was going to say, what's that squeaking noise?
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Nick, are you wearing pants? What pants are those?
0: Are you going to get any special albums? You're looking forward I, to any particular thing?
1: I have um, ordered, along with my record player, a bunch of horror movie soundtracks.
0: Oh, okay. Horror movies.
1: Yes. Horror. Yeah. Horror,
0: horror, horror Not, not,
1: not that Pornhub compilation they together. You know, put Horror together.
0: movies. <laughs> <laughs> or are they terror films? You gotta ask. Uh, I like horror movies and terror films. Yeah, you gotta ask Steve terror films. which one they are. Terror films. I,
1: I I like if you even try to emphasize, you say horror. You can still be saying horror, but as like an upper east side. Look a a at you floozy! You're a horror, <laughs> <laughs> <old> Jewish woman.
0: <laughs> horror! You should you, you should go dance, you horror. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number two. Yes. If you were king for a day. What would you decree everyone has to do this week?
1: Um, rescind their veto powers.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's, a, it's if you were king for a day. So maybe no one gets to veto? No one?
1: I, I would be willing to take the hit on my own powers to take it from others.
0: Oh, okay. Very good. I'm look. I, I, I a patriot. Yeah. Yes, I'm a true <laughs> American. I look very suspiciously. It's Nick Cage, everyone. All right. Nick Brigadier, question number three. Yes. What are you watching slash listening to this week? What am
1: I watching slash listening to this week? Um, that is what I said. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm repeating it to buy myself time it's while vamping. I think. called vamping. Claire, you wouldn't know anything about this, but it's called vamping. You see, oh. in music.
0: <laughs> Where does a mansplainer get his water? From a, well, actually. <laughs> All right. So what are you watching and listening to?
1: What am I watching and listening to? I am. Good God! What am I watching? I'm not. I'm not. This is like the. This I, is a... I often ask myself that when I'm watching something. Good God! What am I <laughs> like watching? Like a car accident or something. I'm not. This is weird. This is the first time in my life I'm not really actively watching anything. Oh, actually, you know, um, for the month of October, me and, and my lovely roommates, we do a spooky movie month where we just watch. Fun. We try to watch as many yeah. scary movies as we can. Uh. Because we we work very different jobs, we're not all frequently in the apartment at the same time in the evenings. But uh, as much as we can in October, we try to watch scary movies. So we just watched uh, *Midsummer*.
0: Ooh, I was heard a... that that one will fuck you up. That was
1: a fun one. That is the worst first date movie to take someone to. Jesus I'll just say Christ.
0: that. I made out in my first uh, my first movie makeout was to Miss Congeniality 2.
1: Armed and Fabulous. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Oh
0: yeah. Hey Dan Herbenack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number four. Without looking or cheating, who was the last person you texted that wasn't me, Ian, or Steve?
2: Me, you, you, Ian. That would
1: probably be my girlfriend.
0: Oh, he's got a girlfriend. Yes, he does. Okay. Amazing. And question number five. One person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well this week.
1: I would like to wish Mike Russell well.
0: God, hey, you. Mike Russell. Fuck
1: you, Nick. I, I heard a little bit of his cell phone lost in Uber stories earlier this week, but I didn't hear the conclusion until right now here on this podcast. So, uh, Mike, stop losing your phone because he has done this before. Lost, destroyed, submerged. Um, submerged. And, and he's aware of this. He buys the warranty for any electronic device he gets because he knows himself. Yeah. But... Uh, but I'm very happy, Mike, that you got your phone back.
0: Yeah, to thine own self, be poo. Yes. How, how Michael testify. got his phone back. <laughs> All right, well, you did a fantastic quiz, Nick. Thank you. On to Steve N. Trollinger. I would like
1: to exercise my veto. No. To make Nick do it again. <laughs> no.
0: Steve, are you ready for yes, let me the thing my... that happened this week quiz?
1: Let me get my notes. Yes, go ahead.
0: Oh, you took notes for the quiz as well. Yes. Question number one. Mm-hmm. What are you obsessed with this week? Riddles. Riddles? Tell us a riddle.
1: Oh God, I knew I should have prepared. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay. Uh, Riddle? Wait, I got to do my Riddler voice. Hold on. Because you were a Riddler in a Comic-Con. Yes. Um, Riddle me this, Claire. Okay. What belongs to you, but is used by everyone else?
0: I don't know. Hold on. What belongs... My face... I don't know. I was going to say. I was going to say the thing
1: that happened this week. Uh, guess, you own it, but it's for all the listeners.
0: I guess so. There's not really anything to own. I don't know what. Your name. Oh, okay. Here's I like one. That here's one, one for
1: Nick. Nick will like this one. I just I, I did this. He probably won't, time. but uh, this is more of a joke than a riddle. But hey, Nick, where yes. are average things manufactured? I don't know. I don't know. The satisfactory.
0: <laughs> I thought it was gonna be on the machine. <laughs> that's
1: that's pretty good. That works too. Um, but yes, that's that's what I'm obsessed. with. You're into yeah.
0: riddles. Yes, amazing.
1: I. Um, it was for a friend of mine. Uh, one of my best friends is getting married next month, and we were talking about doing like a small get together with like a a D and D game, and I was putting together a uh, bachelor party themed game that was also based on all three Batman Arkham games, which I played, replayed all summer. So they're all mm-hmm. kind of stuck in my head now. So you got was,
0: married. You played Batman. Yeah. It was a big year for it you. It was. So. Yes, <laughs> yes, Steve,
1: remember how you said you uh, gave your wedding vows in riddle form, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. What, I,
0: what is only mine but belongs to you? <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> did, End I, of ceremony.
1: <laughs> I did have a ring riddle at one point, but I... I yeah, I can't remember what it is anymore. Oh, <laughs> I did, I I did have that. a I did have a marriage-themed riddle at some Oh,
0: point. okay. Um,
1: but, uh, so it's it's a Dungeons & Dragons game, so there were ample opportunities for riddles and traps and death traps and things like that. So I, I got that all out. And then ever since then, I've just been, like, coming up with them or finding them or hearing them.
0: Love that. Question number two. If you were king for a day, what would you be... What, what would you... Uh-huh. If... <laughs> <laughs> If you were king for a day, what would you decree?
1: Um, I would decree a week of uh, self-improvement. Okay. For all. All right. A week where everyone gets to avoid paying like rent and bills and whatnot, and the money that they would normally use for that. I know a month of self-improvement, let's say, and the money that people would use normally use for bills and rent and such, they could, for one month only, put towards some form of self-improvement that they've been putting off.
0: I like that. Gym Me too.
1: membership, musical lessons, anything like that.
0: Massage. Yes. A massage. Question number three, what are you watching slash listening to this week? Um,
1: so my wife had never watched um, any of The Office. She she tried to on several occasions, and usually when she did watch it, it was like it was just like on TBS randomly, like for for an episode. So after NBC announced that they were going to be removing all their programming from Netflix by the end of 2020, um, we made a point to start watching the show from the beginning before it left, and we had to because we were probably not going to pay NBC money for that purpose. Um, So we just started watching it, and this week we got. Last week we got started the final season and we're down to the last episode, so we just need to watch the finale this week. But oh my goodness! Wow.
0: Wanna see you cry? Wanna see you cry? I'll just sit here, see me cry. Okay. <laughs> Question number four. Without cheating, who was the last person you texted that wasn't one of us? My wife. My wife. Uh, yes, I was trying not to do that. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Friend of the pod. Fop Stephanie. All right. And question number five. One person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well this week.
1: Also my wife. Oh She's been having a hard work month. Okay. <laughs> not just week. Hard work month. Um, so uh, just, I just, I would like to do that for her. I don't, I, I of anyone, have the most ability to affect that. Beyond just merely wishing, so like, like the wishing is an, a, is an addendum, but otherwise I'm, I have most agency compared to most people to actually make that a reality. so yeah. But yes, with her at work, just wish, wish wellness of all types.
0: And, and you love her. Yes, and I love her too.): <laughs> yes. Guys, this was an incredible quiz. Good work. <laughs>
1: Even the five minutes of silence as I struggle to come up with something. Well, oh, she'll
0: edit that out. Well, at the end, yeah, no one will know. I'm, I will. I, you I will keep it.
1: talking about it. <laughs> S- Steven, I've...
0: Keep it up, keep it up.
1: <laughs> I, have, I have made good editing of a podcast make you seem smart for two years now. Claire's just going to do the same.
0: Fuck, shots fired. No, he's
1: absolutely right. I do all I can to uh, artificially inflate... The, my everyone's sense of my intellect i mean you did make use the word acuity <laughs> yes, to make myself feel possibly better. correctly
0: yeah, yeah that was that was right um, all right, guys, let's do some plugs. Nick Brigadier, where can people find you personally you on the internet? You can find
1: me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier in both locations. Um, and I will always, of course, plug Depper Devil Productions, the production company that both The Thing That Happened This Week and the Song Tops Report are all under. What's your, uh, what's your Halloween Twitter name? My Halloween? Oh, my Halloween Twitter name currently is Necronomicon. Mm, excellent.
0: That's pretty good. good. Thank you. Mine um, is uh,
1: Steven Bridge Trollinger.
0: Great. On everything. (laughs) All right. Uh, Dapper Devil Productions is at Dapper Devil Prod on Twitter. Make sure to get after us. We have a new show on the network working in the wings. Yes. I'm very excited. Yes. It's awesome. Also to get some more women on the network. I'm just going to say I like
1: that. We literally said, I don't remember which episode it was. The last one. The last one. The very last episode of the Song Top Support. Once an episode. We paused at one point and just said, We really need a woman on this podcast.
0: Yeah, well, I did volunteer to bring Tardy for the party onto the pod, okay? We
1: might have to take you up on that, Uh, Well, I would
0: more than, (laughs) I'd be more than happy to do it. It'd be so fun. I just want someone to break it down. Okay, honestly, I really do. Um, (laughs) Okay, so I am at womanship on Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok, at Claire Manship on Instagram clairemanship.com facebook.com slash julia clairemanship ian is at i on everything um and you can get at the show uh thisweeksthing.com thisweeksthing at gmail.com hashtag this if you want to get in on a little discussion at ThisWeeksThing is our handle everywhere we'd love to talk to our listeners please let us know what you think of season four baby Um, we are super grateful that you tune in every week. We also have new album art. Many thanks to everyone who made that possible. We are so, so grateful for your artistic input and a big shout out to, uh, Kim Sankata who makes us all look amazing on social media.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. So all that being said, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. What was your head shake?
1: Stephen gave me a look and I was, was, no, I was trying, I was trying to think of what, I was trying to think of uh, what we're doing on social media.
0: Absolutely nothing. (laughs) We, we plugged all of that just to post nothing. (laughs) Yeah. We just are holding on to the handles for a future (laughs) episode. Hopefully
1: it's to sell them to more successful brands. Yes. Yes,
0: Yeah. Well, I had to steal at Claire Manship on Twitter so no one else could be at Claire Manship. Hell yeah. Yeah. No one's going to fuck up my branding. Thank you very much. Um, guys, we're so grateful that you came on the show. Thank you Ian, for having us. Mike, we miss you. Yes.
1: Come- Mike, they miss you.
0: <laughs> Come back anytime, guys. Seriously, we had the best time. Um, so, with that being said, I'm Claire Manship, and that was the thing that happened this week. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, buddies.
0: as a Dappa Devil Productions, say...